Good morning, International Christian Fellowship Online Campus and all of those that call ICF Rome your family of faith, or maybe you're just joining us today for the very first time. My name is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale, and I want to say welcome to you. If you're new to the city of Rome, I want you to feel that you are a part of the family of faith here at ICF Rome. If you're looking and watching and joining the service online, I want to say thank you for participating. Thank you for investing in your own life that your faith will grow, that you have opportunity to worship Jesus. So I invite you to lean into today's service. I want you to know that we pray over every service. I believe this year we are to be the living proof, the evidence that God is at work in each of us. I also believe that Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit is the living, loving proof for your life, for your miracles. So today, as you worship, ask the Lord to hear your worship, receive your worship. As you hear the ministry of the word, lean in and say to the Lord, how do you want to change my thinking? How do you want to increase my faith? How do you want to form my spiritual walk so that I can walk in victory? I'm so happy you're a part of this service today. I want you to celebrate with the worship and I want you to grow in the word of God. Enjoy today's service. I'm really glad to see all of you this morning praising God. Amen. Today is an amazing day. How many of you were in the house last Sunday? Let me hear with the praise. Come on. Last Sunday? Yes. Last weekend, we had Inspire Italy. It was amazing. Yesterday, I was at a Billy Graham luncheon with pastors from all over this city, almost 400 probably, 350, something like that. You know, different churches, different backgrounds, but one thing I felt was everybody in that place wants people in our city to know Jesus. And so today, as we partake of communion, which is something that we do at the beginning of every month, this is an opportunity today for you personally to examine... Do I remember and know what Jesus did for me? And so it's something, I have some testimonies today. I have some video for you. I want to celebrate what God is doing. We welcome our online um, family as they join us as well. I met people who um, watched online and they know about our church yesterday. I met people at Inspire Italy from Slovakia and Bulgaria and Milan and Padova and Florence who know about the ministries happening in Rome. And today, as we partake of communion, before we go into the Word and we go into some testimonies, I just want you to take a deep breath. Can you do that? You know, today I feel like Mama Jen. Because, you know, when you've had everything happening in your house, in your, like, house house, and somebody has to say, let's get it together. Let's organize. Let's reorganize. I mean, I've had people living in my house for three months. I got closets cleaned. I got floors cleaned. I got everything cleaned. Today, I believe the Holy Spirit wants to say to us, I want to make sure you're clean on the inside. I want to make sure that your attitude towards Jesus right standing with God. Because everything we do in this house, everything we do 
in ministry, everything we do among our groups as we fellowship together is so you will know Jesus personally. Because I might not always be there to say, hey, read your Bible or pray or let me pray for you. The Bible says Jesus is as close as the mention of his name. And so this morning as we prepare to take communion, you should have each received a communion uh, cup when you came in. If you do not have a cup, please raise your hand. No worries. We've got someone ready to bring. So if you don't have your communion cup, please lift your hand and they will bring it to you. We're going to receive of the bread and the juice. This is a holy ordinance. According, we've got one up here too. Yep. Thank you. She'll be around you. It's a holy ordinance of the church. It's something that we do in following biblical principles to remember Jesus. I never want to take it for granted. I never want to just do it one time a year and say, you know, on Easter, you know what Jesus did on the cross. Every month and every day, Every week, we should be reflecting and saying, Jesus, wow, you've done some stuff for me today. Last Sunday, I had my grandson, and today, he's in his church back in America. And I know that seeds were put into his life. That's just one. But I want you to know this is something where we say to the Lord, I personally want to commune with Jesus. So what we do here at the International Christian Fellowship of Rome is we serve what we call an open communion. It means you don't have to be a regular attender, but we ask you to do what Scripture says. And as we partake of this invitation of Jesus and come to this table of remembrance, I want to tell you what Scripture instructs us, what it reminds us. In the Old Testament, in Isaiah 53, 5, it says, He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on Him, and by His wounds we are healed. We believe when we acknowledge what Jesus did on the cross, He went to the cross and took stripes for our healing, the Bible says. The Son of God from heaven came to earth suffer on the cross so that we can come to him and believe that healing has already been sealed in a heavenly realm. He took those wounds and those, that terrible persecution and shed his blood. And that's why we remember with the juice that his blood, Jesus' blood on the cross forgives us of our sins. In the Bible, there's many, many references but in 1 Corinthians 11.23, it says, I receive from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. And I'm going to skip down for a minute before we go to the cup and read verse 27. It says, Whoever eats the bread, this is in the scripture, in the Holy Bible, Whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. Verse 28. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. I'm going to ask you to bow your head for a minute. And I'm going to pray that if there's 
something standing between you and Jesus. Maybe you have gotten a hard heart. Maybe you have not walked in that right standing with God. Maybe you don't even know him like you want to know him. This is a moment. The Bible is so clear. We make it hard. Jesus made it easy. He said, I did all the hard stuff. All you got to do is say, Jesus, forgive me. So, Father, right now, before we partake together, I pray that anyone in this house who does not know you, they would not take this cup and this juice and the bread unworthy, but they would say to the Lord, Father, you say it, Jesus, forgive me. Purify my heart. Help me to know you and love you. Father, I thank you. Even in a simple request, your presence and your power is made known to your children. So you can peel back that top layer to get the bread. And I'm going to pray that if you need healing, we've witnessed God heal people's lives, body, mind, soul, and spirit. We've witnessed and we've heard testimony of miraculous healings already in process that God is doing. I see our, our dear sister Darcy this morning who had a broken leg and I see you at church today. And Darcy, I celebrate that God has been with you. We have our brother Joseph who works security who's in the hospital. We're going to pray for him that he will have healing right now. But as we partake of this bread and we pray over it, if you need healing, the Bible says we have not, if you ask, it will be given. Seek and it will find. Knock and the door will be opened. So ask God. Ask him again. He hears his children. Father, right now, as we prepare to take of the bread, I pray for those who need healing. God, for those who need healing in their physical body, rejuvenate, restore, rebuild, um, touch ligaments, touch organs, touch blood system, Lord God that one who needs healing in their heart and in their mind and father there's unrest there there's turmoil i pray in the name of jesus that the peace the supernatural peace of god that passes understanding would flood them as they remember that you've already taken care of them so as we partake of the bread together father we receive our healing and we declare it over those we love in jesus name amen let's take the bread together says in 1 Corinthians 11 24 when he had given thanks he broke the bread and said this is my body and in the same way after supper he took the cup and he said this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me I've mentioned it many times but if you've never been to Paul's prison here in Rome you need to go because it's a place where the Holy Spirit inspired a holy man to write scripture. I want you to know the Bible is true. Paul was a real man. Peter was a real man. The stories in the Bible really happened. That means Jesus really came to earth and they really saw him on a cross and they really saw him be buried in a tomb and a, and a stone rolled over it and they really witnessed when they came back that he was not there. We serve a Savior who is alive. He's not a dead body in a tomb that you go and look at. He's standing at the right hand of God.
making intercession for you and me. So as we partake of the juice together in honor of the sacrifice of Jesus' blood, the suffering that he did, don't take it for granted. He said, I knew you wouldn't be, I knew you wouldn't be perfect. I knew you would make mistakes. I knew you would sin. From the beginning of time, that has been happening. God said, I put a plan in motion. My son is going to shed his blood so you don't have to. And all you have to do is say the name of Jesus, and I'm going to wash it away into the sea of forgetfulness. He's going to forgive you today. You're going to leave this place different than you came in. So, Father, as we prepare to take the cup, I pray in Jesus' name for that one who needs to be forgiven, that one who needs to know the blood of Jesus was not in vain, that it was shed for them. You know their name. You know how many hairs are on their head. You know where they live. You know where they want to live. You know all the uncertainties. Father Jesus, right now, forgive and purify our hearts and our minds. We do not take it for granted that you suffered greatly so we could just say your name and make sure our names would be written in the Lamb's That we would be ready to make heaven our home to live an abundant life while we're here on this planet. Father, thank you for what you did on the cross. Thank you that you're not still there, that you're resurrected. And as we partake together, we rejoice that we are forgiven. In Jesus' name. excited. I asked Solomon just kind of hang out with me this morning. Um, God has some really amazing things that we're going to share about. And so, you know, this year our theme is living proof. And actually this month our theme is visible proof. But I want you to know that when we pray for people, there's a real person behind the prayer. Online campus, some of you we've been praying for, and some of you have come and visited, and we're still praying for you. And we rejoice at testimonies and scriptures that you share. I want our on-campus family to know these are real people. These are real people that you prayed for for the last month for Inspire Italy. We prayed every Wednesday night. We prayed on Sundays. We prayed in the prayer room. And we had 13 people give their heart to Jesus that we know of last week. Come on. That's something awesome. Their life is new. We gave nine Bibles to people who had never had a Bible before. That's, that's just the ones we know. And then to hear of people at the hotel and the restaurants and the taxi drivers throughout the week who were knowing like, wow, I've never been around Christians like this before. I never saw people so happy or so, they even said organized, so even the details matter. But there's visible proof. So before we share some testimonies, and I remind you why prayer and people are so important, I just want you to see this little snippet from last week.
Amen. Well, I want you to see a little bit of the back behind the scenes. And in case you love to make video, you can tell I need a little help since that was between me and somebody else just personally. But um, I want you to see behind the scenes because I want you to know that God is working behind the scenes in your life. Amen? When you don't know what's happening, when you're not sure, I want you to know there's people behind the scenes planning, praying, seeking the Lord on your behalf. And I want you to imagine, Sharon, would you come? I want you to imagine that even in the heavenlies, can you just imagine the heavenly court? And there's all that host of heavenly angels. And God says, oh, I see that Yao is down there in Rome and he needs something. So he's like, guys, get together here. I need some angels that are going to be on guard at that intersection when his car is about to go through a certain intersection. I want to make sure there's a shield. I want him to see... I want Sharon to see that when she's on the way to the office, that I've already gone before her, that the host of heavenly angels is preparing her. And so I've asked this morning some of my friends, new and, new and old, come on over here, <laughs> take a microphone, uh, to share some things with us uh, about what God is doing and has done. And so um, here's what I want you to know about vi- visible proof. Visible proof is steadfast love and loyalty to God. And the people that I've asked, and I could ask so many of you to stand with me today, but I've asked three to share my time. I want you to know from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for being visible proof of steadfast love and loyalty. You know, Sharon and Yao, I mentioned, but um, they helped me with finance. You know, it took a lot of finances to do Inspire Italy. It takes a lot of finance to make sure we can do church every week. It takes a lot of investment, and there's a reason why we do it. You're the visible proof of steadfast love and loyalty to Jesus. I want to read 1 Corinthians 15.58. It says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. Say steadfast. Immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Amen? That is the visible proof. So, Sharon, I asked you to tell us how did being a part of Inspire, in the front, in the back, behind the scenes, on the scene, how did it inspire you? How did it affect you? Um, okay, my Inspire story really started last year. back with encouragement with answers so when Inspire Italy was coming up I knew I had to be part of Inspire Italy uh, quite a lot went down I can't summarize in three minutes but I'll just um, give you highlights of what my Inspire week was and what really impacted me so the speakers just give highlights of what I picked from each speaker um, one talked about Pastor Melinda said that we don't need a testimony to share um, our story of why we believe in Jesus. It's through 
our everyday I mean going to work going to school someone may ask you oh why are you so happy today like oh I woke up and I prayed and I mean I have the love of God within me so we don't need big big platforms or opportunities to share the love of God we can share it anywhere at any time um the second thing was clinging onto Jesus um most times we come we get filled and then we think that's it but yesterday's anointing is not sufficient for today so we have to keep coming to be filled and filled every other day so that's the second thing and the last one was um being intentional about passing on our faith to our generation so pastor paula and her daughter stood on stage and that was so precious to see that the daughter picked up what the mother had impacted in her so it's important for us for the generations to come to be intentional about spreading the love of god and teaching our children the love of god because if we drop the ball then that's a generation gone so those are my nuggets and are you married children no. so why do you care about the children about the next generation um, i know that wasn't what i could <laughs> you can do it <laughs> well i'll give a little bit about my family background i think um besides me and my mom we are the only like believers so i am so intentional about what i pass on to my children and that's what i want to pass on to my children yeah. and your friends you want to pass on to your yes yes i do Why is it important to be that visible proof, not the invisible, but that visible, steadfast proof of Jesus' love to friends and co-workers? And why, why is that important to you? Why do you go the extra mile and do extra things and spend extra time? Yeah, um, so I'm a person of few words, so I believe my actions um, speak for me wherever I go, so it's very important that people see the light in me and spread kindness to other people that may be the only church they go to and then they they'll just be drawn to me by that love why is she different? why why does she do what she does why does she why is she committed to doing this it's because maybe that's the only way they'll get to know Jesus so if i can serve in that way then yeah, that's good yeah i am so thankful for the love and the loyalty and the steadfastness of Sharon's walk you know working with finances is a position of integrity and stress sometimes. I'm thankful for, we don't really have too much stress. God has blessed us so we can do ministry. But, you know, Sharon, when, I know for me, when I do, like, reports, and I, I make a record of what God did, like, last month, and what, a projection of what God wants to do. How does having Jesus in your story help you as you reflect and project for your life? I believe that without the grace that God has given me, I'll be able to do whatever I do excellently. So, Jesus is like the wheel turning everything around. So, <laughs> I love it. Jesus yeah. is the wheel turning everything around. So, I want you to extend your hands to Sharon right now. We're going to pray. Lord, I thank you for her blessing. I thank you for her willingness to let her life and her actions speak the love of God. And we pray in Jesus' name, God, that she would just have a new anointing, 
a new confidence. I thank you, Lord, that she realized even a year ago, I want to hear from God and I'm going to do some extra things so I hear from him. And then when opportunities came around, she said, now I'm going to act on what God's done for me and I'm going to invest for others because I want them to know the love of Jesus. We thank you that we are living proof, that we are visible proof, and we pray blessings upon Sharon. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love you. Amen. Well, I am very thankful that we have Helen's family with us again. We weren't sure if they would get to be here. So I have asked her father, Brother Fasea Haletta, to come if you would, please. Will you welcome Papa Fasea? Can you say it for me? My, my name is Fasaha. 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 Okay. Come, come, come. Um, you know, we've prayed for you and your beautiful wife and Nahum's here I get to go I got to go see basketball games it was awesome and um, I wanted our church and our online family to see that on Wednesdays online this is one of the people we prayed for that was in the earthquake in Turkey and so I asked you to share with us just you know you know that you are visible proof of God's divine protection but tell us in your own Being visible is not in me really. I always hide. I always prefer to be invisible. But something I've learned in my life is when God does things in your life, He wants it to be seen by other people because that's how the divine purpose of God is designed. We are not just created but recreated to speak how good he is. Whatever happened in our lives, we could have been like being flesh and blood and take the glory upon ourselves. But because he recreated us in the image of his son, whatever happens in our lives is to show others that this glory for the things he has done in our lives is his and not mine. Let me say this. It feels like yesterday. It's 1988 when I prayed one prayer. Just one prayer. And it says it in the Bible. It's Psalm 27 verse 4. I pray one thing and that I seek. That I follow up to live in the house of the Lord forever. Well, I did pray that prayer, but I didn't keep myself in the house of the Lord all these years. He kept me in His house by His grace. He kept me through things in an earthquake twice. What was the first earthquake? In case some of our online family might not know, the first earthquake was what? It was, I was part of the tsunami response in Indonesia, and I was in the island of Medan, uh, and uh, there was, after the uh, tsunami, 
when we were on the island trying to help uh, provide assistance to the people, there was an earthquake and I was on the sixth floor, 7.3, and had to run in two minutes down on, on to, to the ground floor. And I lived that check. <laughs> All, everything moves and my body brings back that shaking. God is going to shake everything. I mean, everything. Isn't it amazing how he uses things we go through to yes. also point us to Yes. And also that there is something that we have received from God and cannot be shaken. It's life in Jesus. We hold on to that and everything else is going to be shaken. And the Lord is faithful that he kept our soul and going to shake our body, shake the safety of our house, all the buildings and the ground upon which you stand. In the morning of the earthquake in Turkey, we ran out, okay, but in the field we were all standing and suddenly the aftershock moved the earth and everybody had to move their legs because you do not know what to do at that point. The only security you have is this soul in is eternally secured in his hand. Everything else can go. But I also know that there were moments when 
being that visible proof of literally putting one foot in front of the other or one foot beside the other. That how does, how does, you said it, that prayer you prayed in 1988. I pray that there are some in this house today and online that are going to pray a prayer. 2023. And who knows, one day you may be standing in a church somewhere saying, in 2023, I prayed a prayer and I decided from that moment. And did I make it perfect? No, but God kept me. So, my brother, if there was anything else you would say to people of all backgrounds, we're going to go through some shaking and we're going to go through some aftershocks when life is uncertain. What makes you keep holding on to the visible proof of God's love?
I mean, even when his boss said, I don't believe in miracles, and he said, I don't know how to explain it either, but I do. Just two words, I do. So, Father, I thank you that your son prayed a prayer in 1988. You kept him in 2022 and 2023. You kept him this month and last month. You kept his family. You kept the generations of family members. Father God, we pray in Jesus' name for a sure foundation in you that is unshaken. We thank you that this story is not just about their story in Turkey or their story now. It's about all of us and how we have a shaking in our life and we have aftershocks. But if we trust in the name of the Lord our God, if we say, I will pray, God, it matters to the ones we're praying for that we didn't see. I thank you that this family has been reunited. I thank you that they are a miracle that walked out of the rubble. I thank you that you're going to give our brother wisdom and discernment as he goes to minister and help in his workplace around the world and in his global forces. God, let the anointing rest upon him. Let supernatural strength empower him. Let mental energy be rejuvenated in him. Let peace that passes understanding radiate from the core of his very being throughout his family, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you for their life and their visible proof of trusting you. And we are honored that we got to stand with them in prayer through this period. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Give him a come on. You can do better than that. Awesome. See, I just knew, like this is me, I know, sorry. I just knew that I don't have to have a lot of words this my word is steadfast. My word is visible proof. My word is that it's for every generation in every circumstance. If God is real and Jesus is real, then he will bring us out of the rubble of our life. He can do a miracle when I don't understand why some get a miracle and some don't. You know, I watched my dad be healed of cancer for 20 years, four times doctors in Houston at MD Anderson Cancer Center said, go home and die. You got 30 days. You got two months, 20 years. He had miracles. In the end, a different kind of cancer, but it wasn't that. It was the Lord saying, come on, you're done. I'm, you're done. I want you to come and let me welcome you. But you know what I have heard from Sharon, from my brother here, is that God is in charge. And God takes care of us. I also ask a young generation to come. So Valerie, I want you to come. Will you welcome Valerie? Valerie is one of our teenagers. And Valerie, I know that God is doing so much in you. You know, this visible proof really matters. This is Valerie. And um, you may not know this. I didn't tell you that I was going to ask you this. But, um, you know, there's a lot of teenagers that meet over in the team room during second service. And my grandson was one of those. And also, my little Giovanna also loves your family and, and was with you in the summer. But when I asked Rocco about, like, visible testimony, he said, Valerie knows God. Valerie encouraged us to listen to God. So I don't know what you said or what you did, the joy of the Lord 
you touched his life as a teenager from one to another. So this morning, I'm asking you, you were a part of Inspire. You had to practice a lot. You had to come on Saturdays. Um, tell us how old you are and what grade you're in. I'm 14. I'm in seventh grade. Okay. And do you have homework? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you had to do work and Yeah. Why? And how did it impact you? Christian and I ask them some of them say oh it's because my parents forced me or oh because I don't know I just have this feeling that I need to go to church but for me the reason that I came every day is because that I know that when I'm coming somewhere that getting up every day people are not able to and there are so many people in hospitals back home people are not being able to get the care that they need so for me getting up every day and putting in the work and just praying for them and knowing that God would touch them in his own way is really the motivation that I need to come every day. I love that. Yes. 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 Why, you've said the motivation, but why is it important for you at 14? Make it, you have to decide more than once a day or more than once a week to choose Jesus. No? no. Why? Because my parents have raised me in a way that everything we need, the first source is Jesus. Everything we need is running to Jesus first and then making decisions after. It's praying about it. Wait, wait. Everything we need is running to Jesus first. Yes. And you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know sometimes I study and I'm like, I had a science test and the prof was like study on this but then I didn't know about chemistry we're supposed to study chemistry so I was just like what am I supposed to do and I'm like God I just need you to intervene right now and I wrote on that paper and I got a nine in my test <laughs> I didn't know anything about it that was a supernatural intervention yeah but you asked him yeah and you had studied for the other stuff yeah so you did your part yeah and then you let God do the rest yeah <laughs>
talking to someone who doesn't know Jesus is just the most fun part. <laughs> the it's, most fun part, I love it. Yeah, it's just just having something. It just makes me feel, I don't know how to explain it, Happy. but excited. <laughs> excited, that's awesome. Because I get to be proud of him, and I get to be proud of my religion and talking about it, being boastful about it, not being secret and keeping it, just doing it with my family and then coming to church. It's just I just want to share Jesus with the entire world. So it's important. I want to share Jesus with the entire world. Come on. are very effective, that the power of Jesus' name works miracles. So Lord, for that one in the house who needed hope today, for their soul to be anchored, for their mind to know that they can call on you, that they can depend on you, and that serving you and coming together with their actions is something that fuels their faith. God, we don't do life alone. And so Father, we thank you. I thank you, Lord, for every person in I pray right now in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful that the Word of God truly permeates our heart and changes our mindset so we can walk in victory. So today, if something in the message spoke to you, I want you to invite Jesus to be in control in a new way, in a broader way, in a total way. So I want you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it, dear Lord Jesus, I invite you right now, I invite you right now 
to take control of my life. I thank you, God, that you are forgiving me of sin. You are helping me to walk in a new, right relationship with you. And Jesus, from this day forward, I give all of my heart to you, all of my steps to you. And I trust that with your help, Jesus, I can walk in victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I also want to pray for your miracle in motion. I know that there are many people who watch online and you have walked through some difficult circumstances already this year. So, Father, right now, for that one who is saying, I need that prayer, I need to know that Jesus hears me, that God sees me, that he's working on my behalf, I pray the Holy Spirit that you will come into that place where they're watching right now. You will increase their faith. You will remind them that you are Jehovah Rapha, the healer. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides. You are Jehovah Shalom, the peace of God in the midst of anxiety and turmoil. Father, meet every need of your son or daughter that's watching right now. Son or daughter of the Most High God, hear the Lord say to you, I am working. Your miracle is in motion. I'm going to turn your chaos into peace. I'm going to turn your storm into victory. The Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. And he wants to heal your body, mind, and spirit. I want your faith to grow in Jesus' name. If you were here, I'd put my hands on your forehead for your thinking and your shoulders for letting you know that you've got someone holding up your arms today. So Lord, I pray that today the one watching this service online would feel the presence of the Lord. They would know that they are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you. We are with you and your victory is in motion. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Now I also want to say thank you. Thank you for the way that you partner together with your family of faith. I want you to write me. I want you to send me an email. Click on the link. Write us on Facebook or the church website, icfrome.org. And know that today is the beginning of the best week you're going to have so far. I love you and I bless you in the name of Jesus.